1: Welcome to the invest in her podcast series where we always feature fabulous female founders and funders and today we have on a very special guest TV chef Kat Cora and the co-founder of my she angels foundation Kat Curry Williams yes today you get three cats how about that (laughs) so um, wow I'm so happy to have you both on today um, we are going to talk about your incredible journey, Kat Cora. Uh, yes. of How you got started as a chef. Um, and, you know, for the two people on the planet that don't know you, we're going to talk a little bit about all your accolades, which is that you won uh, Iron Chef. You were the first woman inducted into the Culinary Hall of Fame. And uh, I specifically want to talk about that you're a restaurant owner because you brought it to my attention that, only seven or eight percent of the female chefs own their restaurants, and we're going to talk about how you're on a mission to help change that. And we're behind you a hundred percent. Great, I love
2: that. Thank you so much for that wonderful
1: introduction. So let me ask you this: uh, I think people will be interested to know. Um, I, I know, uh, and anybody listening to you right now will probably know that you grew up in the South. <laughs> um, as a little girl, you know, how did you get started to? being a chef. Um, and how, how in the world did you take a path where you now own these 18 restaurants? Like, that's got to be an interesting story that we want to hear.
2: Well, I mean, I grew up in a restaurant family. My godfather had restaurants. My grandfather had restaurants. I grew up in Mississippi um, in the deep south, but to a Greek-American family. So food and cuisine was I I grew up with two strong cultures and cuisine, one being Southern cooking and one being Greek cooking and Mediterranean. And, um, you know, I just had a a huge fascination for food and cooking at an early age. And, um, I learned a lot from my, from my family were great cooks. My grandmother was an incredible baker and and good. She cooked delicious food. My mom as well. And my dad was a you know, taught me how to smoke meats and marinate meats at a young age and grill. And so um, I just learned a whole really, you know, a full circle of cooking from many different people. And I was very blessed that I had so many great cooks around me um, and they just instilled this love of food and cooking at our early age. And then, of course, spending time in their restaurants and being around the energy of the restaurant industry and the people and the celebratory feeling you get when you're in a restaurant, I just fell in love with that. And I knew I wanted to be a chef and follow that dream. I'm a big believer
1: in that, what you just said. It's so celebratory to spend time with friends or family when you go to a restaurant and hey and you don't have to cook, you don't have to clean up, but you just get yeah. to come and have some soulful connections. I, I think it's so important. Gosh, COVID has impacted us so much in this arena. It Nobody has, yeah. than you as a restaurant owner. Uh, we're gonna talk about that too. I mean, how, ha- how has COVID impacted what's going on at your restaurants? Have you had to take your di- Obviously, you've had to take your dining outside. I know you're in many states. I would think some states probably are faring better than others. Uh, how are you dealing with the COVID situation?
2: Well, it's been really tough. I mean, on everybody, all of my friends, all of my colleagues around the country, around the world, actually, um, because I have a lot of friends in different countries as well. And it's been really, we've been hard, one of the hardest hit industries during COVID. I mean, the hospitality industry, no other industry has been hit harder than us. And I think that, um, you know, as you said, there are a lot of my restaurants are still closed and there are a few that are faring better. The ones in here in Santa Barbara, my burger places. You know, when you have a burger place, you know, I have three of them, um, and they can they can pivot very well because it's burgers and fries, and it and it does well with takeout and delivery, and um, and so I think that we we've moved outside. Of course, we have some inside dining now. They just lifted that um, to allow um, 25% indoor dining, um, but I think people are still. Nervous about coming inside, so we still have a lot of outdoor dining, which is great. That's helped a tremendous amount. And and, that's
1: uh, a, and that is called Mesa Burger, right? Mesa Burger, Mesa, Mesa Burger. For Mesa those that want to try it out or come visit yeah. or get a delivery, yep. I know you're delivering to quite a few celebrities. Uh, I even heard got wind that Oprah deliver uh, orders from you. Is that true? All
2: the times. Yeah,
1: we just oh have my God, our restaurant. That's awesome.
2: We just order. Uh, we just opened our Montecito location for Mesa Burger, and it's a favorite amongst a lot of celebrities. Oprah being one of them. She orders every week, um, and uh, you know Ellen comes by, and the Lows Rob Lowe and his wife come by. So we have a lot of local people that live in and about. Um, you know, our area who come by and enjoy it. So that's, that's fun. And uh, yeah, it's doing, they're doing very well um, compared to my other restaurants and airports and stadiums and corporate dining. That's all still fairly closed down. And, um, but it's been a really tough road for a lot of people. A lot of my friends that have very, very high Di- you know, fine dining, like three-star Michelin restaurants or, you know, just fine dining in general, um, some aren't going to come back, you know, they've been closed indefinitely. So, um, you know, it's pretty tragic what's what's happened, but, you know, we all try to find the silver lining. And I know that Nicole, my wife and I always get up in the morning as, you know, we're, uh, we're eternal optimists. We get up in the morning with our six kids and they go to Zoom school, Um, in every corner of the house, and, uh, you know, we work with what we have, and we are both, you know, we work together, because we are, we have our business together, our company together, so we, you know, do everything we can to um, connect with people, stay positive, stay, you know, uh, doing what we can to help others as well during this time, because I think that, you know, when you don't have anywhere else to turn, and some of your, uh, your businesses are closed, the next best thing is give back,
1: Absolutely. And we're going to talk about how you give back because you're great about that. Just a side note, my curiosity, any of the kids look like they're going to follow in your footsteps?
2: We have one of our sons. He's 13. He is a beast in the kitchen. So he, <laughs> he definitely and actually we have our 14 year old who is taking a culinary class this year. So he's cooking at home during his as a matter of fact, he was downstairs just now on his culinary school, a Zoom school in culinary class making gnocchi. So for the oh, first wow. time. So yeah. So we have two. He is he's loving it. He's loving that class. So um, but and then there's our 13-year-old who absolutely he'll get in there and cook for hours and he makes everything everything from scratch. He's a purist. I <laughs> love it. I love that somebody's gonna carry on
1: the tradition in the family. We do too.
2: We do That's, too.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about giving back because you're really big on that. First of all, I want to mention that both you and Kat Curry were among the first to support my She Angels uh, Pitch Fest. You were both on the uh, She Angels Investor Panel. Uh, So grateful that you continue to be supportive of us with the foundation. And speaking of uh, the She Angels Foundation, want to talk about your foundation, which is called Chefs for Humanity. Now, a lot of people might not know about Chefs for Humanity. How did that get started and what did they do? And then we'll talk about the apprenticeship through that.
2: Well, I founded Chefs for Humanity sixteen years ago in response to this tsunami that hit asia and um I got a lot of phone calls at that time sixteen years ago there weren't i was really i think share our strength was around, but there was no other chef driven charities and foundations that had been established, so I was one of the first and um you know yes, now a, a lot, lot of things thing. a lot of my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's at you know. That drive uh, my parents, my family instilled in me at a young age. So, I, uh, you know, started that and founded it, and um, and now a lot of my colleagues have followed in my footsteps and started their own, which I'm so proud of them as well. But Chester Humanity is. A threefold mission: We are um, emergency feeding relief, which we've done a, a trim, tremendous amount of um, throughout the world. Uh, here in America, during some of the hurricanes, but also in Haiti during the earthquake in Haiti, and and uh, we've been in Guatemala and Ethiopia and Mozambique, and so we've been all over the world as well. And also here, uh, we. I did a lot of work with michelle obama when she was in the administration um, with president obama for a lot of her initiatives we were you know front and center for those with her and supporting her as well and so we've done a lot of emergency feeding relief nutrition education in america and also hunger hunger relief uh initiatives so um, you know we're doing you know we just try to keep doing great things in the world um you know we have a lot of wonderful partners and, um, you know, we just, uh, it's all about giving back. I was instilled in me at a very young age. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but they always had time to give back and made time for other people. And I just always, uh, Nicole and I are big uh, ph- uh, philanthropists in that area. We, we love uh, philanthropy work and um, it's really important to us. Well, you just
1: said, you know, you didn't come from a lot and that zero to hero factor is such an inspiration to other young women that want to be chefs. I wanna talk about the incredible program that you have in Chefs for Humanity where you take someone under your wing and and teach them the business. Uh, Like we said, not not many female chefs own their own uh, restaurant businesses like you do. So I love that you're paying it forward. Tell us about that program.
2: Well, I mean, I'm glad you asked. Uh, You know, we really um, started this internship program several years ago. Um, And again, like you were speaking about, only 7% um, of executive chefs and restaurant owners in America are women, which we have to change that. I mean, that's, it's an almost a stunning number um, or lack of number, if you will. (laughs) So we are, uh, we are always... Trying to empower women to take that step, and um, obviously, right now is a, it's a difficult time. I wouldn't suggest for anybody to, to to start trying to open a restaurant now. Although we did open a Mesa Burger during COVID, but we were almost halfway through with it, so uh, we were very lucky we could get it open. But uh, post COVID, obviously, we will continue. You know, we've already pinpointed our next intern. We've had. Uh, a couple of interns come and they are embedded with us in our, you know, they're here in our restaurants, um, they're here in our business for a week. We give them hands-on training, not only in the restaurant um, itself, in the front and the back, we teach them all aspects of the restaurant, but also, what Nicole and I do as business women is we teach them how, how to be businesswomen. You know, we teach them about being a businesswoman and what that means and how to look at a profit and loss statement and how to, to, to make decisions, business decisions based on strategy and not making decisions based, you know, in a vacuum. And, you know, all the things that we um, live by, you know, each day in our business, in our company. So we really give them hands-on um, in multiple areas to give them a well-rounded experience with us in the internship program. And of course, post-COVID, we're really looking forward to our next intern coming and spending a week with us and and learning um, all aspects of business. Well,
1: speaking of that, uh, I invited Kat Curry on to be here today. Hey, Kat Curry. Hi
0: there. Yeah. Yeah, she wants to share something with you. Yeah, there, you know, uh, Kat, I am there's a saying, Ospensky, Spensky, or oh, I forget who it is, or If it says, Continue because you must. Yeah. And each day, and in the industry that you're, t- you know, in the service industry, it is, it's devastating. And you, I know there's, there's highs and lows in everybody's days these days, but that is uh, it's a big one and it's a big deal for all of us and uh, not only just people like me who are foodies who like to eat. Food, <laughs> of food, course, that, that you're there and you're available. You are a huge inspiration to me. And I grew up. Thank like you. you. I I grew up like you. You know, on a dime. My mom uh, showed us to give back. And I'm one of four sisters. And one of my sisters is a, is a chef, but uh, in the catering. Um, and since has moved forward from that, my sister Karen, who you've met. Yes, yes.
2: yeah, I love Karen, and yeah, she, she, she cooks very well. I had some well, delicious she, food of hers.
0: She's an inspiration. And in, in so many ways, um, I'm grateful for all the sisters and the women who've who I've been around and who've been in my orbit to teach me every day, every day I learn something new. I walk out the door and I say, I tell my daughter, I have a twenty-one year old daughter. I say, today, even if you think there's nothing, uh, you know. It's a, it's a low day, whatever. If you listen and your, desi- your desire is to learn something new, you will learn one something new, whether it doesn't have to be a big moment. Yeah. It's just something. And so Absolutely. Um, today I, I want to be the person that tells you that the She Angels Foundation um, is going to give something new that you'll have, which is a grant to sponsor your. Wow. your good- by our grant review committee after seeing what you do and how how you help women become chefs and we, we need more of them. So today's thing is that congratulations because you are a uh, going to be the recipient of our next grant. And I would wow. have a big check here for you. That is um,
2: amazing. Thank you so much. that's That's gonna help a lot of women out there, I will tell you.
0: Well, well thank you. your yes. next person, and we're going to come and bring that to you at Mesa Burger in Santa Barbara. Soon as I get back from New York, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, do some testing the waters out there, visit my daughter in Baltimore and, and uh, in New York. So you might have to show me a few places that I can support your friends um, eating Absolutely. outside. Absolutely. With my umbrella. If I have to eat outside, I will. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: We will. I can't wait for you to come. And that is such a blessing. Thank you. Uh, you guys are incredible. That is, that's so wonderful. And that you're is so just made my whole week. So whole month. Good. So thank, yeah. you. Well, it yeah. makes thank sense you. Thank you. Thank you from the
1: bottom of our heart. Um, oh, you are yeah. so welcome. And, you know, we're so excited that you're going to select someone to be in with the grant uh, to select someone that's going to come spend the week with you to learn not only about being a female chef, but, about being a restaurant owner. And that is super exciting to us. And we hope to follow that person's journey to success. How would somebody uh, apply? Would they go to chefsforhumanity.org? Uh, yep.
2: They can go to catcore.com and they'll see the our homepage for Chefs for Humanity and they can uh, you know get in touch with Nicole. Her information is right there. And absolutely. So I'd say go to catcore.com and then go straight to our page and sign up. I test. love it. So you're going to create, help mold the next woman, uh, female chef business owner. I love it. We ha- that's what we're That's our goal. That's our dream and goal. So we definitely will. And that grant is going to help us tremendously to be able to make somebody else's dreams come true. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Awesome. <laughs>
0: awesome. Yeah. Well, you no, know, they teaches us well, I think when they give, when they have little and they give a lot and, it, it's always inspired me. I've always seen that. I, I always feel like some places that we get, we get that from my husband didn't have much money. I'm like, what are you doing when he was just my boyfriend? I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, I'm writing a check to the, you know, and I'm like, well, you're, you're bartending and you barely have enough money for school. And so, so like wh- my parents taught me that. And I was, at that moment, he was, I we, right? he was writing checks to charities, right? Writing checks to charities, and awesome. this is twenty six years ago. And I knew amazing. You know, it's like we share DNA. Everything yeah. that you say, we are we are one. And I I look forward to the days where where that becomes the awakening to the whole to the whole planet that we we are we share DNA. It's just what we do. It is yeah my, my belief. So you
1: know, that's what I love about you too. Um, and I've always appreciated you both being involved with She Angels is that you're both uh, successful, but give back type of women. And I believe uh, when like-minded women that are powerful, but altruistic come together. Wow. We are unstoppable <laughs> in helping we are. the world a little We're better fierce. place.
2: That's right. And
1: fierce. fierce. You know, that's why we want people to join uh, SheAngelsFoundation.org to work with all of us in helping to get behind female founded uh, nonprofits that are helping to perpetuate the growth in, of women, like uh, the Chefs for Humanity program. And uh, we hope that people will visit us there. And then, of course, with the She Angels Pitch Fest and uh, TV series that we're looking to launch, that's another way that we get behind women, because we all know women are super underfunded. It's ridiculous. Yes. We get less than 15% of the funding. We're 50% of the population. We need to get at least 50% of the
0: funding, right, ladies? Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. I'd love to share, if anybody out there has XM Radio, there's a series called on XM videos called the helpers and Catherine and I were just interviewed by them for the, the grants that we've been able to give thus far. And, um, so if you can find your serious XM radio videos, the, the, the helpers are on their app, it's on their app. And they, they do a great, uh, a great series on people that are helping out, especially during COVID times, but COVID times and beyond. Interviewers and kids that are doing good things. So, it's amazing. Uh, it's the thing to check out.
1: So, Kat, somebody uh, is out there listening. They want to become a chef and a restaurant owner. What are your words of advice to them? Besides, of course, applying for your apprenticeship at Katcora.com what else would you suggest they do? Like, what, what are the words of wisdom that you share with other female chefs that wanna own their own restaurant? And even though right now might not be the time, you know, even if they wanna launch it next year, cause let's face it, everything will
2: rebound, it will come back. Yes, yeah. we will be post COVID. I think the biggest advice I can say is to get as, just get as much experience as possible. Um, if you're brand new to the industry, I would say start, you know, a, a, interning get a job in a restaurant um the style that you want to be a part of if it's fast casual like a burger place like a mason burger come apply with us if it's something that's you know more fine dining then you know apply to a place that you feel like you're going to get really good uh basic foundation of the culinary world and i think you'll get the experience that start getting the experience that you need um if you want to go even deeper and do a deeper dive you can always apply to a culinary school like the culinary institute of america um right now i'm not sure what the state of uh their situation is whether it's all online or there's you know a little hybrid going on and there's a few of these in each city. You know, I think there's one in New York, San Antonio. So I would say, and and there's other great schools as well, but that's where I went. So of course I'm partial to the Culinary Institute of America. Um, But I would say get a culinary education if you want to do an even deeper dive. Um, But getting, just knocking on the door of your favorite restaurant and seeing if you can start getting in the kitchen and cooking and uh, you know, getting a job and getting experience. I mean, there's nothing like, school is amazing. I always recommend education. But there's also uh, the route of just on-the-job training. And I think that that is the first thing is know what you're getting into. Know that this is something you really, truly love. I tell people, if you can handle the work day, you can handle the workload, you can handle working on weekends and holidays, and you still love it after that, then this is probably the job for you. If you don't like it, maybe try something else. Because it is a tough business, although it's super rewarding once you – really get involved and you really get into it and you know the business It has, to me been the best career choice that i could have ever made for my life and for me so um that's what i would say get on the job training or go to a culinary school or both
1: and before we go i just have one question i think that would be in the minds of people it would be in my mind anyway um, i know you said you didn't come from a lot and yet you've built up this empire like, how did you go about getting? I mean, I, I would imagine as a female chef that wants to start her own business, she's thinking, "Where do I get the funding?" W- was that something that came after your TV fame, or how did how did you get funding for your very first restaurant? Is that something well? It you was just fair? yeah.
2: I actually did a little bit different route um, to get to where I was, only because it's the way that it happened. I uh, actually got into, I was a chef, executive chef, and I was a profit sharing partner at several restaurants. I opened some restaurants, um, for other people and we're working for them as an executive chef. And then of course I got profit sharing from that as well, being a part of it. Um, and then, you know, I I actually there, I want to interrupt you there. I wonder if many women ask for the profit sharing. I think that's a great piece of That's the- a great point, they should ask for that. If they've been there for a certain amount of time, or they're the they're executive chefs and they're opening the restaurant and they're gonna be running it day to day, they should ask for a profit sharing piece of the restaurant. That doesn't mean you have equity, which means you're an, a, a true owner, but it does mean you get whatever the profit, the gross profits and sales of that restaurant, you get a part of that. You get to share in the profit, which builds you know for me it's a great incentive and, and for restaurant owners it's a great incentive to give that to your general manager and your executive chef we do that with all of our restaurants we incentivize our management our top management our executive chefs our sous chefs our general managers we incentivize them in bonus on a bonus structure so that they have to hit certain marks, but if they hit those marks, they get a bonus, you know, for every, right. you know, mark they hit. And so I think that those are things to take in consideration as owners. If you have really good people, invest in, your, in t- your team. I mean, invest in them to keep them because it is very tough to find great, great, solid, talented people. So anytime I find somebody that is passion driven, Amazing, uh, responsible, accountable—all of those things—and you can trust them, and they're loyal to you. You should incentivize them. So, for owners out there, absolutely do that. And for people, for women—you know, speaking to women especially, women, executive chefs—if you're running a restaurant day to day, you should be going to your your owners and your bosses and saying, "I want a piece of I want a piece of the pie. I, I, give me a slice. Give me a little slice here. I love and that. That's great." Me, Yeah, that is a really good point, Catherine, for sure. And, and I think that, um, you know, really it's, that's how I did it. So I, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, it's just tenacity, you know, I did a little cooking show in San Francisco, little local show. And I said, oh, I love doing this, you know? And uh, I got the tape, I sent it to Food Network and somebody called me about a month later. They said, we want you to do a couple of guest things. You were really great on that. So it takes tenacity, you gotta think outside the box. You always. I'm always thinking about outside of the box and always what else can I be doing? How can I make myself valuable to somebody? What do I have? What skills do I have? And what passion do I have where I can think outside the box to make myself valuable to somebody? So that was just tenacity. That was just determination saying, I love doing this. I'm going to grab that tape from them of my performance and I'm going to send it to the Food Network and I'm gonna see what happens. All anybody can say is no. And right. the doors opened, I got a TV Thank show you. from it. I, You know, I, I worked hard, I got a TV show hosting job. And so the, the TV part, and then shortly after that, I got a commercial. And shortly after that, I got a cookbook deal. So it kind of, all the planets aligned, but it took a lot of determination and tenacity and I took risks. And I wasn't afraid to take risks and I wasn't afraid to be vulnerable and put myself out there. And um, yeah, I could have been rejected. And in this situation, and I have been, believe me, I've had a lot of doors close on me and I've had a lot of rejections, but you know what? I keep getting up and I try a new door. And I think- You know, you they say it's that- not how many
1: times you get, uh, go down, it's how many times you get up. And I love right. that advice because a lot of times people will get a no, and then they'll just be depleted and walk away. But what you're saying is so true that people like yourself that are successful women, they have gotten a lot of rejections but it only takes one or two yeses. And uh, that tenacity of keep taking the actions and keep setting yourself apart. And that tenacity, I I agree with you 100%. That is what sets people apart. So thank you you for that inspiration.
2: Thinking outside the box. And it really only takes, like you said, it only takes one person to believe in you. One person. And it may be in different parts of your life. That one person might've been 10 years ago for me. That one person may be 10 years from now. You know, you just never know. It only takes one person to say yes and to take a chance on you and believe in you. So you, know what? You, you gotta keep getting up and getting out there and putting yourself out there and don't be afraid to take risks.
1: Yes, and you both are an inspiration to me. You both said yes to me when I launched She Angels Pitch Fest and for I'm forever grateful to both of you. And let's each both keep saying yes to other women and helping yes. them. Uh, and, and I appreciate what an inspiration you guys are. Um, thank you for taking the time. I know you're so busy. Appreciate you jumping on here today. People can follow you um, at Cat Cora on social yep. media. They can follow us at She Angels, of course. Um, and we really appreciate everybody tuning That's in today. Angels, yeah. salvation. Yes, Definitely. the Angels Foundation as well is on Facebook, and we would love to have you all uh, join the three of us uh, in membership as we help lift women up. Thank you so much. Make it a Thank great week. Thank you Remember to invest in her, and yes. make it a great week.
0: was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasik.